Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's Word. Today we talk about God's love for us and for me. Let's say it together again. God's love for us and for me. So we started a new recording, so it's good. Thank you, Lord. This was much, much better. Thank you very, very much. This is about God's love for you. This isn't about your love for God. So many times we believe and say, oh, what can I do for God? Everybody, the religion tells you, if God loves you, what you do for God? What have you done for God? What have you done for Jesus? If Jesus died in the cross for you, what can you do for him? It's not exactly right. God loved you and gave his son, his only son, his only beloved, part of himself, himself, to come here on earth and love you and crucify for you, take your sins away, past sins, present sins, and forever sins. Sins shall not have a hold on you. Sin is not part of your life. So you're not any more sinner. But you do mistakes, right? We all do mistakes. We all need God's forgiveness. But once he done it, he has done it forever. So we don't have all the time to think. How to think, what we need to think is how God already paid for it. So because God loved me so much, and uh, he gave his life for me, personally I take it, okay? I will not think about sin. I will not dwell on sin. Sin has no dominion over me. Maybe I do mistakes, I have wrong things, but has no dominion. He doesn't come in me and tell me, go sin, let's have fun, nobody sees you. No, no, I'm not, because God lives in me. And I know, because he loves me so much, and he gave himself for me, I'm not gonna do anything that is not right. So that is called the Spirit of God speak to us. And we need to learn to follow the Spirit of God. Amen. So we again we say so so many times John three sixteen right remember? Amen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Okay, was, I hope you believe it. I know you believe it, but just say it. Say it from inside. See, you are a person, you have you're three parts. You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. So, your spirit has to connect with your heart, not with your mind. Your mind is automatically connects. But if it doesn't come from the heart, it's like... Nothing. So we don't believe it, we don't accept it so much. Yeah, we, I heard that becomes 
Second nature, we know that, are we okay? Everybody says that. Anybody knows in the world. Even the drug addicts, they haven't really seen Jesus. They don't know John 3.16. Even the Buddhists know John 3.16. Everybody in this world knows it. But they don't receive it. They don't believe it. It doesn't come from the heart. Because as we shared before in Afrikaans, and Emily said it, John 1.12, for as many as receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Okay, God has a desire for you, from you, for you and from you. He wants you to understand his love, how much he loves you. And if you miss that lesson, you're not going to grow. So growing first is understanding how much God loved you. Okay, I'm going to ask Rita, I'm going to put her on the spot. We saw a very, very good example in uh, the gathering Friday from uh, a friend of ours and a teacher of the world, yeah. Stefan. And I want to do this example right now with Rita. She's my wife, so it's okay, I'm allowed to do that. Okay, Rita? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Look at the sizes. Thank you. So, God desires to have you in his arms. He's like dancing, you know? He's dancing you, do sometimes like this. And Rita now rests in my arms. I am Jesus. I am Jesus now. And she rests in my arms. And that's what God wants us to be. In his arm restful. And I'm close to his heart. I'm close to my heart. It's always been. It's so precious. My heart. But above all, this is the heart of Jesus. Actually, my wife loves Jesus more than me. There's no way to love me. But I know Jesus loves me because she loves me. And Jesus is with her. And Jesus loves me. So we are together. So we are one part, one body. So we are married with each other. Right? And you married with Jesus. We are one. Amen. <laughs> no, but you know, usually we don't. Jesus never sends you back out. He holds you always. <laughs> there is a time when you are intimate, when you are close, you are spending time with the Lord. But then there is the time when you go out to minister to other people. And at that time, you must remember that you're always connected. He never lets go of you. So whether you're out or whether you're in, you're always connected. And you put a smile on face. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not part of the lesson yet there. It was coming later, but oh. anyway. She's, she's my other part. The other half of the next to me. Thank you, Lord. So this is, we're not talking about your love for God. To get love is not based on your performance, as well as showing your love to Him. Should not be based on fear, yeah. works, or deeds. What have you done for Jesus, Kuba, today? Kuba? Yes. What have you done for Jesus to love you? You think you deserve God's love? See, she knows. She deserves it. Even if she has done nothing, 
So we have to start from that point that we have done nothing for Jesus. And he loves us because the way we are. And because we accepted Jesus, you become one. So God, what he sees now, he doesn't see me, he sees Jesus. And Jesus is one with me, he walks with me, he dances with me. It's a song like this, I need, I need to find it and I bring it here. And he always works with me. And how can we get now to do things for God, but not for reasons that we deserve it or because he loves us, we have to do. We have to do nothing. I have a little bit of experiment here. If you bear with me, you know. Thank you. I don't want to cover the microphones here and the speakers. Okay. I have a jar. I have a cup and I have water. So, see, I fill up this. It's okay. It's okay. I have, I'm logging my way. I fill up the cup. Most of the times, we have half cup. We know God loves me. I got busy in the kitchen with the kids. I screamed to the kids, you know. I got upset. Things like that, right? But it doesn't work with half cup. You know? So we're able to receive God's love. God loves us, but He wants us to overflow. So we need to learn. Have you seen now here? I want to show you. Rita, we'll take it around so it's overflowing. And it's here. Well, I want people to see it. So we need to we need to start working from the overflow. Not to give from what you don't have. You cannot give nothing, you can give nothing if you don't have overflow. If you don't let his love come unto you, fills you up and overflows. There's many, many examples in life about overflowing. Like a married couple, I won't, I won't get too graphic, you know, because we have younger people here. But uh, we will understand that God makes life a way so we can understand it. When overflowing a couple together from love, so we're getting on each other and we're overflowing. And we get it in fantastic times, beautiful, that God created. It's not sin. Love never been sin. Sin is not when we make a sin, when we're perverting God's love. Amen. That is important. Thank you, Lord. So we need to overflow. We need to get that water overflowing. So the cup to be full and runneth over. And not overflow. Yeah. So, so it's actually an expression we're using in the church very often. And Shane also wants us to share that a lot. He shared with us, a pastor, a man, uh, pastor of uh, Grace Life, Shane Hollisgrove. He says, we need to work from our overflow, not from what we don't have. Mm. That means when we get full of the word, full of his love, full of understanding his word, then we get so full that we cannot keep it. Like, if I have this cup full of water, 
and I keep it there and I don't renew it, I don't put on top any water. And I leave it there for a week, what's going to happen? Will start going bad. The water won't be pure anymore. Fly will go inside, dust will go inside. But if you continue overflowing the cup with the water, you will have fresh water, Amen. running water. Yes. Who remembers this verse about out of your belly? Will... Say it, say it. Out of your belly. Huh? Say it, out of your belly, what's going to happen? We run, okay, this here. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believed on him should receive. John 7, 38. John 7, 38. Thank you, Lord. So John 4, 7 says also, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God Amen. and knoweth God. You cannot love without his love. You are so selfish. See what happened in the Garden of Eden after Adam and Eve sinned and they left the garden. They were not punished. They left the garden because God loved them and didn't, didn't want him to live forever in sin. And then they're never going to die. Because if they eat from the tree of life, after sinning, they're going to be continue, they're never going to die, and sin will be growing, 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 and the population will be growing, and they're going to be hell on earth before need to go to hell. Mm. So, so Adam and Eve, after they left, they have two children, two boys, right? One was Abel, and the other was Cain. Cain. So what happened? Cain got jealous and killed his brother. First murder, just right away, from the first creations, started murdering each other because they were in sin. They were not in the Garden of Eden. And they, didn't, they were not, in the Garden of Eden, they were sinless till they eat from the tree of the knowledge of, of, uh, knowledge of truth and wrong. Okay, but what's happening now? Now we have Jesus, right? And Jesus in our heart took away the sin of the world, took away our sins. That's why when we born again in the spirit, what's happening? We born again from not a sinful nature. Your body is still sinful. He's born from sinful nature of your parents, of Adam and Eve, starting the photocopy, photocopy, after copy, 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 copy till you come. You still your your flesh has the sin of Adam and Eve, the first sin. That's why he says, John says, Behold the Lamb of God who, take who takes away the sins of the world. No. He doesn't have his sins. Sin. Say, sin. sin. One sin. What sin he takes away? The sin of unbelief, yeah, correct. What sin uh, it takes away? Our sin nature. Sin nature of Adam and Eve started, and we still have it till now. But he takes it away, and we're born again, and we become a new creature in Christ. We are, our spirit is sealed, is sinless, because Christ's seed 
is in us I created a new creature, you, and he sealed you. Even if you sin in the, in the flesh, your spirit is perfect. Because Christ lives in that, and the world is lived there, and you don't sin there, in that part of your, of your life. Your spirit, it is perfect. But that's why we need the word of God. Say John 1, 1, it says what there? Let me see. Do we have anybody Afrikaans Bible? Somebody good reading reading with Afrikaans? Because I'd like us to enrich you with a little bit Afrikaans. Okay, Rechita. Could you read John 1, 1? In the beginning, be 1 up to 5. Shall I bring her the mic? Okay, okay. Yes. So we can have an interactive part, okay? Yeah. We are all together. Maybe you can see if we get more mics. So we can move. I'm not only teaching here, we teach together. We learn together. We're growing together. Go ahead. Het zonde hom tot stand gekom nie. En hom was daar lewe. En die lewe was die licht vir die mense. Die licht skyn in die thuisdenis. Die thuisdenis kon dit nie uitdoog nie. Wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. So it says here in number 5, And the light, the light shines in darkness, and darkness, Comprehended it not. What it means comprehended? Understand. Understand it not. Not overcoming it. Don't understand the light, darkness. So in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Who was that the word? Who is the word? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus is God, yes, correct. But it's Jesus. Amen. Jesus, okay. So the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Not understand. I want to tell you something very, very important that the Lord showed me, you know. Have you heard about the Big Bang? Yes. Creative, Big Bang happened all, all in the world and really creation 20, 30 million, 400 million. Nobody knows exactly. They keep saying about increasing the millions, the billions of years. So many billions now they're going over billions. But actually, the Big Bang happened. Anybody knows how? God. He was so full of love. And he exploded. And what happened? Creation happened. And his love created the universe. And above all, in the universe, created a small ball like a golf ball. So that's big, looks the earth, like a golf ball in front of the universe. But in this golf ball, Earth, 
He created everything that we can see on this earth today. Animals, sea, mountains, everything. Fruit, trees, and the perfect garden of Eden. And from his love, created the human, Adam and Eve. Because he loved us so much. He was full of love, and love exploded, overflowed. You see, he saw the love, overflowed, his love. So that's where also he was overflowing from love. Woo! He was excited. When he created the earth, he was very, 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 very excited. And he saw it and he realized it was good. Earth was good. He was happy when he created the world. So are you guys ready here to stay at dinner? Hope somebody home can fix something for you. In 1 John 4, 9, says, If this was manifested, the love of God towards us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. So this manifestation of the love of God was this explosion of creation. You know, he didn't love us just now, after Jesus, now, in 2021, he loved us. Zero one. First day, he loves us the same. That's why we need to study the word and open our hearts and mind to receive the word that will change our lives. If you don't understand the word, you will change, your life will be the same. But the word, Word, word to change your life. It's not what you hear in the church. It's actually what you take in with you and you study into your home. When you have a free time, you can go and study and and check me. What I said was right. Maybe you won't find this uh, first bank that's happened. Maybe it was an explanation of me or mine. But you find the last, the first day. For God, you know, love the world that he created everything. What happened? And he said, let there be light. And light came. Boom. Big boom. So light happened. And still his creation has been expanding. Never finished, you know. His world never finished. And his creation of the universe still expanding. Nobody knows how far we go. Can we go? And the scientists, the more they're looking, and the more they try to understand, and the searching, and doing all the science, they're finding the world is continue expanding and expanding and expanding. So his job had never finished. The job of God for you and me and for everybody else that ever lived on earth never finished. It's still going on. The God, the love of God is not something we are to do for God. This is unfortunately how the world portrays and leaves out love and sadly has entered into the body of Christ. Body of Christ, who's the body of Christ? The church, right? We are. We are, but also the church, the body of Christ, but if we don't base, the body does not base in the word of God. So we can have a false doctrines and doctrines that is not right, right? God's love is not something he demands of you. God's love is what he has demonstrated to you. 
God is not a God of nice words, of what he thinks about you, but a movement towards you. He wants to hold your hand and pull you to himself. That's very, very important. That's the most important to understand. Before uh, you go out, before you get to this overflowing, he wants you to himself. He wants to fill up so much with the word of God. That's why I said to Rita at the time, was not ready for that setting you out to the world. Before he sent you to the world, he wants to fill you up with the world. So you're able to go out when you are full, not empty. So in Matthew 18, 11, 13, for the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. What do you think? If a man was had a hundred sheep, and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is astray? And if he should find it, assuredly I say unto you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. So a question now, did he not love the 99? Why he left the 99? What do you think, uh, Maki? Why he left the 99 and went to find the one that left away? Well, he can say, I keep safe the 99, let's, I lost only one. Why he went, he went after the one? Who knows, can you, not Rita and Emily. Anybody else wants to tell me that? Yes, Eta? Because he loves everyone. He loves yeah. no one to, uh, Yes, he loves that one, that's right. At the 99, he was sure they were safe. <laughs> he loved them. God never will let you without you being safe. He loves you and he keeps you safe. And then he goes about the one. Imagine the story of the prodigal son. Mm, yeah. The son left, went yeah. away. He wanted to go astray, right? And what happened? So many years, he spent all his money. He took as many drugs as he could smoke. He spent all his money with prostitutes or whatever he did. Then he ended up eating with pigs, living with pigs. And those days, pigs was not a very nice place. Because the houses in the, those days, they didn't have a sewage. So the pigs were behind the house eating all the sewage stuff and other food leftovers and things like that. But he lived with the pigs. So the sewage, or the so called the sewage of the world, where the sin abides and fix is not nice. But here we are nice. You see a door here? We are with Jesus here. Jesus protecting us. Yeah. We are in his house. We are his house. We are his temple. And he loves us and he keeps us and he protects us. And he doesn't want us to do anything bad to happen to us. So that's why he's locking the door. We are safe here. He goes outside and finds the one. 
That's why as we learn and grow, and when we overflow, again like this cup of water here, I show you, water overflowing over us, then we go with Jesus, we don't go alone. You never will be alone out in the streets. You are with Jesus when you go to reach the unreachable. The ones that have not received God. That they don't understand God. They think Jesus is another religion. I think Jesus, oh, yeah, I receive Jesus when I, before I die. No, that's wrong. They may die tomorrow. Tomorrow maybe we die. We go be with Jesus. But if you're not saved, there is no other chance. I'd like to share something, you know, about the cross of Jesus. Uh, remember, actually, there was a question that came to our church here when Shane was here teaching us one day. Uh, when he was on the cross, there was two thieves, one on his left and one on his right. Right? One of the thieves could be you. Other the thieves could be one of the world outside. But anyway, the one thief, the bad thief says, if you're a son of God, get down on the cross and save me and save us also. And, uh, and accuses uh, Jesus. And uh, let's simplify the story now. The other thief said to the other guy, don't talk like that, you know. Lord, remember me in your kingdom. And Jesus said what? This day, you be in paradise with me. So, this question is, I know Jesus was three days and three nights dead. How he was to paradise now? Actually, yes, before the salvation, before the Jesus resurrected, before the New Testament, right? People were dying, the good going to the fireplace, just so they, sorry, the bad going to the fireplace and the good go to the Abraham's bosom. So what is this place? This place was not heaven, was not the place we are going now. There was another story about the poor man and the rich man. The rich man went to hell, to the fireplace, and the Poor man went where? In the bosoms of Abraham. He says, not in heaven, was not in the heaven. But that's called the paradise, a place of waiting. So after three days and three nights, when Jesus resurrected, and he broke from the death, and all the graves opened up, the graves of the saints, so, and many, many, many people saw the loved ones in Jerusalem walking all around. Was for three days. So, till then, people were in paradise, the good people, the saints. But afterwards, broke the doors, opened up, and they went to heaven. That went to, first of all, they went around in, in uh, Jerusalem and other places, and been seen by all uh, lots of people in Jerusalem and other places. And that's also a testimony of the resurrection of Jesus. And then when he ascended to heaven, I went to the holy and holies in heaven, and showed the blood, the, his blood to the Father, 
and put his blood up to the Holy of Holies. Everybody went up in heaven with him. That's why he says, he that believes in me shall never die. Passes from death to life. So we will never die. So let me see how many believers we have here. Raise your hand. I want to see if anybody is not a believer here. Can happen. Are you the better? I can get to say. I can get to converted. <laughs> okay, all believers. So you will never die. Amen. You passing from death to life. Maybe we go direct to heaven with Jesus on the, the rapture. That's another story. Another story for another day. But right now we're talking about how much he loved us. How much he wants us to be with him. In Romans 2, 4 says, Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearing and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? The goodness of God leads you where? To repentance. How can we, how he manifests his goodness to us, Rita? Many, many ways, but I would say first and foremost, he has delivered us from hell into heaven. But awesome. his goodness is the way he provides, he heals, he enjoys relationships, he keeps us from evil. I mean, many ways. Amen, 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 amen. Many, many, many ways he is delivering us. But also he sent his Holy Spirit. He never left us alone. If you remember Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, we are talking about the Holy Spirit. So you have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit speaks to you now. So don't stifle the Holy Spirit. If he tells you something good, something that you need to share, write it down and then share with us. Or if necessary, you can tell us and we can maybe give you the microphone to share something positive that the Holy Spirit talked to you, yeah. a lesson that you learned, yeah. or something that maybe we need to learn, something all of us. Yeah. But we have to make it, to do it in love, to do it in the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit always brings things to our remembrance that you already know from the world, and bring things, nice stuff. He doesn't condemn anyone. He really helps us to stay positive and to think See things in the light of God, in the light of the Lord. Romans 8, 32 and 39. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for all of us, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? 33 says, who shall bring a, a charge against... Who can bring a charge against the elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore he was risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also make intercession for us. Now, no one will condemn us. Nobody can give a charge against us. William, nobody can give a charge against you. I'm a sinner, you can say. 
Don't say something you knew to God. God knows you are a sinner. We are all sinners. That's why he sent Jesus to take away our sins. And when we receive him, we have Jesus with us. He took our sins away. And now you are a brand new baby. You are sinless. Your spirit is completely clean. So God says, I will remember your sins no more. What God says, anybody could repeat with me? God will, he will not remember our sins no more. Let's do it together. God will not remember our sins no more. He will not remember your sins. I think my kids' sins will remember, no? Are you sure? Tell me. Is God remember your sins? God will not remember us. Okay. Amen. You said, Amen. you believe it? Amen. Good. That's very, very important. We cannot say it because I read it here. You need to come from here. Do you believe it? Amen. Do I believe Rita loves me? Yes, I know it. I know it from here, not from here. So I do the same thing. I believe God loves me from here. Jesus loves me from here. I know the Holy Spirit from here. How do you know God is in you? She said something this early. Did you pray? Did you talk to him this morning? You talk to him, he answers to you before you came here. He's with you. He comes with you. Amen. He goes out with you. Amen. He's always with you. He will never leave you, never forsake you. He's always with you. Amen. He's always what? Young man, is God is always with you? Loud? Yes? Yes, good, 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 good. What about you? Is God always with Are you sure? Yes, inside the Amazing! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay. Who shall separate? Number 35 says, verse 35 says, we are back in Romans 8, 32, 39, and we read 34. Now we go to 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Who? Shall tribulations or distress, persecution or famine or nakedness? or peril, or sword, as is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than losers. More than, more than conquerors. conquerors. Who says that? More than conquerors. Let me see here again. Yes. Okay, yes. in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. Through is him. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, no depth, no any other thing created shall be able to separate us from the love of 
which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. Holy Ghost. Power. Are you awake? Are you sleeping? Yes. We are awake, church. Awake. We want to wake the dead. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. <coughs> what do you think Jesus resurrected the dead? Like this? Come on, get up. Yeah. Get up, Jesus, you know. You don't say, sir. He cried with a lot. He cried with a lot. Yes, Cyrus, come forth. Yes, Lord. Amen. Say it again. Amen. He cried with a loud voice. Yes. Lazarus, come forth. Yes, I'm dead. Let's be alive. Let's yes, clear. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Sit your joy. Yes. You hear me? Are you here? Yes. yes. Where am I now? <laughs> you just raised it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Romans 5, 5, 8. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. When we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Amen. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love towards us while we were still yet sinners. Christ died for us. Yet our sinner, Christ died for me. That's what you have to realize. When we say sometimes for us, you think it's general. But if we say, then I was still sinner, Christ died for me. Us is me. So everyone, me, you got the point. Thank you, Cynthia. So I want you guys to agree, say yes, say amen, say anything to show an agreement, you know, a voice of agreement. Because if two of us shall agree as touching anything, it shall be done from our Father which art in heaven. So we are two of us, we are more. If you're in agreement, your life will change. I agree. Agree, good. Yeah, we all need to stay in agreement. If you have problems in the home, if you have problems in your life, he didn't say we'll, we'll not give us problems. God does not give problems. He's the enemy. But through the problems, he will help us. He will coach us to get through. But if you are miserable and this victory does not come from your heart, we're not able to overcome those problems. You and Jesus, you are majority. You are more than a conqueror. You are more than a winner. You are not a loser. Right? But if you don't have it from your heart, it's just a mind, it's a knowledge. Then you have a problem. You're not going to overcome. Thank you, Lord. Okay, Titus. Okay, Revelation 1 5. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. To him who loved us 
and washed us from our sins in his own blood. And from Jesus Christ, who is a faithful witness, and his firstborn of the dead, and the prince of the kings of earth, and to him that loved us, and washed us from all our sins in his own blood. I think it's two versions here. One is uh, uh, King James, the other one, I don't know. But is the firstborn from the dead, faithful witness. Why is the firstborn from the dead? Who knows? Why he says the firstborn from the dead, Rita? Why he is? Yeah, I want to explain to people here. Jesus is the one that paved the way for all of us to be raised because he paid the penalty of sin. That penalty, there was no release until the penalty had been paid. And Jesus paid it, and that's why he was the first, because until that time, nobody could pay that penalty, only he could. So he did, and therefore he was the first to be raised. Yeah, because the dead, they never raised. They were living down, down earth in the old paradise with the good people, hell for the bad people. The bad people are still in hell till the last judgment. I don't know, I'm not going to go there right now because it's a very long teaching. Uh, and I'm not so sure I'm very proficient for that, but I will teach one day that before Jesus comes. If he comes, we don't need to. <laughs> Titus 3, 4, 7. But after that the kindness and love of God our Savior towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to what? His mercy. His mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration, a renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us, abundantly through Jesus Christ as Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. What mean heirs? Who is an heir? Speak. Yeah, the heir, we're receiving like, so if I'm a king, and my daughter is a princess, so have a son is a prince, when I die, he becomes a king, is my heir. The same thing, Somebody will inherit you, yeah. it's your, your heir, you know. Now the kingdom of, uh, of Auntie Emily is here, is Christ Life Church, in a sense, and the area. So, if she's going to go away, somebody has to receive the kingdom. But the kingdom is not going, kingdom of God does not heir by physically born people, but by the spiritual born people. Amen. Because that is the real heirs. We are heirs of the kingdom of God. Why? Because we are born again in the spirit. Amen. Right? Amen. Ah, still, still one o'clock we have time. <laughs> okay. Don't get heart attack, please. We can't do it. <laughs> Hebrews 9, 24, 26. For Christ has not entered the holy place made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, 
Now to appear in the presence of God, but I shall before right, he appeared in the presence of God for us. He then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by sacrifice himself. So he went to the holy holies of holies in heaven, not on earth. And he put his blood there. That he does not have to die again. He once and for all. He saved us one and for all. That's what otherwise, if we will be the same like the old testament, we have to die again and again. I have to sacrifice again every year, every six months, every month we have to to sacrifice something so our sins can be covered. Not forgiven, but covered. So thank you, Lord. Second Peter 3.9 The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but all that should come to repentance. So all come to repentance. And once you receive Jesus, become to repentance, and receive Jesus, you have no sin anymore. God not seen you, he sees Jesus, and Jesus is sinless. First John 2, 2, and he himself is a propitiation for our sins, and not for our ours only, but also for the whole world. So, not only for your sins, but for the whole world. First John 4, 8, 10, he who does not love does not know God. For God is love. In this was manifested the love of God towards us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. Herein is love not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Now, last one I'm going to read now here because I'm not thinking I'm not going to finish before tonight. Uh, Isaiah 49:15-16. Can a woman forget her nursing child? Can a woman and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they might forget it. Yet. I will not forget you, says the Lord. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. So God has created you on the palm of his hands. He used his hands to create you. Just like this. And you are continually before him. You are. He sees you like this all the time. Amen. So you don't have to worry about it. You're in his hands. Amen. You're in good hands. Amen. And Ephesians 2, 8, 10. For by grace are you, you have been saved through faith. And this not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works. So shall not anyone may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, with God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. 
So God has prepared beforehand, and then we should walk in His, in them, in the works that He has prepared for us. So we are His workmanship. He created us. We are be a part of Him. So that's why when we don't follow the Holy Spirit and what God has meant for us to be, we disappoint the Holy Spirit. So we don't want to disappoint God or disappoint the Holy Spirit. He still loved us. He will never leave us. So that's why we need to learn to overflow again and again and again. Overflowing, it does not happen once. It happens every day, every time, every minute, because we live with Him. We live through His Word. We like and we want to be like Him. Why we try to be here? Like Him. Who is Him? Jesus. Who is Him? Jesus. Who is Him? Jesus! That's much better. <laughs> much better. Good, 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 good. Okay, I've got one more verse, right? There's deeper study here we have. Uh, there's two more pages. Okay. Colossians 2, 13, 14. And you who were dead in your trespasses and the circumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt so that stood against us in these illegal demands. This he set aside, nailing it into the cross. Can somebody read me, Eta? Come here, please, read your Bible. I need you here with Afrikaans. Can you read uh, Galatians 3.13? Is that right? Galatians. 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 Galatians 3.13. He nailed to the cross. Sit down, sit down, sit down. I'll give you the microphone. We don't have a video camera, but so next time. Maki, could you find, or maybe Emily, you have English? Galatians 3, uh, Galatians 3, 13. Galatians 3, 13. I want my glasses. Galatians 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3,
You went over there, it's okay, it's fine, great. Yeah, it's good, the word of God. That is good. But Christ has rescued us. I'm reading the New Living Translation. Good. But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the Lord when He was hung on the cross. He took upon Himself. Is it right? Yeah. You don't want to hear that. No, be a curse for us. He took upon Himself the curse for our wrongdoing. Okay, good. For it is written in the Scripture, "Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree." That's very good. But I correct. He said it in other translation. Yeah. And in the King James says. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Now, listen, we all say amen on that, right? Yes. Good. One thing you need to remember. Anything that happens to you, you get sickness or disease, pain, curse, don't accept it. You claim that word. Yes. Amen. A curse is not have a dominion over you. Amen. Already Christ paid. Amen. So you don't have to pay for that. And you tell them, devil, go. You have no power over me. Amen. This curse is not for me. Go give it to anybody else you want, but not me. Because he paid already. And you claim that verse. Amen. Galatians 3, 13. Remember, Galatians 3, 13. Go to your Bible, open your Bible, and tell them off. You know, take a hike, go! Just tell them to go. So, I will read one more verse here, another thing that I want to share with you quickly. I am free from my forgiveness and strife. I forgive others, and Christ has forgiven me. For the love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. This is Matthew 6, 12 and Romans 5, 5. So that's important to remember. I'm being free from forgiveness and strife. Please don't let strife in your life. God so loved you. And when you overflow like this, you wash all the strife. Let the water overflow you. The word of God is the water of the Spirit no. to come really wash you clean. Clean. I know the enemy will condemn you, but don't accept condemnation because God has forgiven you. Amen. Jesus has died for you. He nailed this curse of the cross. He nailed your sins of the cross. You are free from forgiveness and strife. You are only bound by love. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us, or if you'd like us to pray with you, please contact us at info at gracelife.co. If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube.